Welcome back to Finding Monster Rights, the show about monsters. Right? Right. Uh, <laughs> you fucked it up. This one, it that one was on you. <laughs> I, there was a long gap on my end waiting for... It was normally on... It's normally on both of us, but this week, that was all your fault. <laughs> all right. no, uh, no, 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 no. Don't go back and fix it. That would be disingenuous. I'm, I'm not. Okay. Yes, uh, show about... this podcast covers... Uh, monsters throughout uh myths films legends and who knows what else uh and and uh, early aught sitcoms as well yeah yeah that's true and uh today's episode began as most of our episodes do with a title that is eight, sim eight simple rules for dating my teenage xenomorph i i wrote it as t dating my xenomorph daughter which do you prefer hmm well, uh, xenomorphs get to be pretty full size within a week. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do xenomorph daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I don't want to blur any kind of weird lines. Frankly, there's no not weird version of this now that I think about it. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so uh, the eight simple rules pr uh, premise is kind of a meme, a meme in its own right. But I actually know a thing or two about the uh, early aught sitcom Eight Simple Rules that I, I kind of I wanted to share with the audience. Well, we deduced this. I pitched uh, the name of the episode, and I realized very shortly after looking it up that uh, I didn't actually know anything about the show. I just heard it on uh, advertised on WB when I was watching Pokemon when I was like. Uh, eight or ten or eleven or something mm -hmm. and uh i was looking it up and i was like these rules are kind of insane the actual rules of the show and then you messaged me last night sometime like hey i have some shit to say about this early on <laughs> sitcom and i was like go off go for it so lay it on me so yeah the uh, uh the premise of it is a pretty typical one it's about you know, a dad, it's a family sitcom about a dad dealing with his uh, now teenage children and their, uh, you know, growing uh, obsession with the dating scene and whatnot. It comes from a uh, a book uh, titled the same way. It's kind of like a, yeah, and it's got a very, uh, I'd say, it's the your raunchy, my dad, uh, you know, works on his car on the weekends and mows the lawn because uh, he loves it. We need to talk about <laughs> the of definition vibe. of the word raunchy. Because <laughs> oh. I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the wrong, <laughs> wrong source. Uh, there's a lot of machismo behind the eight simple rules itself. But but first, I want to talk about the show. So, uh, yeah, normal family sitcom as it goes. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it has a kind of tragic story. Yes. Uh, yeah. After the first season, the... Uh, the main lead of the show, uh, John Ritter, uh, of Three's Company fame, uh, uh, passed away from heart complications. But they had been renewed for a second season. And for some reason, like, nowadays, it's like, I, I can't see a show, like, persevering and going through this. But their move was to uh, write it in 
that uh, the uh, the father in the show, Paul, dies in a similar fashion. The exact same thing. And he dies in the store getting milk, which is such a weird specific detail for the Wikipedia page to share with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, was, it was a real, real downer. And it comes from a, a pretty serious place. The rest of the series, and it goes on for longer than he was on it, is kind of about uh, the family. <laughs> it's a, a recent widow and like some other family members. I, I don't know much about John Ritter myself, but, uh, you know, like uh, David Spade. And uh, I believe it's uh, James Garner. What's his James Garner, old cowboy guy. A lot of star power came in to kind of fill his his role at this point like why not just make another show if you're yeah i don't know i i don't know it, anything about tv but uh basically they the because of the kind of tragic history of the story the sitcom evolved into something that like if you pitch the show this way it would never happen like i guess full house kind of has a similar premise to it uh but you know it, they never get that kind of deep and sad <laughs> Uh, but because like it's like a staple of it, it it's a a show about a, a family growing after the death of their father, which is a, a little bit not to put a wet blanket on this topic, but I I just think I thought it was very unique uh, experience when it comes to sitcom families. A little heavy for like this Big Bang Theory level IQ show, right? Uh, the first couple seasons were pre- uh, and. To be fair, the first season or two, I, I they didn't cover these rules at all. It's it they are not like uh, it's not like a, a Ned's Declassified, where where they reference each one per episode or something no. crazy like that. Or like I thought it was kind of like a premise, like My Name Is Earl, kind of where he's got a list and every episode is a different item on the list. This is just like same idea. Yeah, no, nothing like that. No, it, it's it pretty. I won't say well written. I have not revisited any time recently, but a lot of uh, d- d- good heart to it. Uh, John Ritter would frequently like you know uh, if he was dealing with uh, you know his kids are getting into drugs, he would uh, basically uh, usually every episode he would envision them as their younger, more innocent selves, and kind of it's a very real story about him grappling with uh, uh you know people uh, his young kids that are suddenly becoming adults and. Uh, and that reminds me a little bit of a story called Aliens. All right. So, uh, do you recall the beginning of the movie Aliens? Not the, not the first one. Oh, oh, Aliens. Um, Ripley wakes up out of, uh, hypersleep or cryo or whatever, and whatever they call it in Aliens specifically. Yes. And she finds- uh, After the- oh, yeah. 50, uh, go ahead, please. After 57 years in cryosleep, <laughs> she uh, finds that her daughter has grown up and uh, died. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yes. That's not the connection, the death. No, the connection was that it's a story about a mother going on to kind of uh, live past an important death in her life to kind of forge a new familiar relationship with uh, estranged people. Yeah. All right, so there's some connective tissue. Yes, uh, but beyond that, hey, xenomorphs are ladies on occasion. That is 
True. They are queens. The xenomorph queen is the main antagonist of the film Aliens. And uh, she has a large family of her own. And we are going to join that family. We are. What? So, uh, uh, the uh, the catchy... Our daughter is a xenomorph. Okay, who's... Which one of our daughters? Uh, you know... I think you were the one... When we originally pitched this, you wanted a... Uh, you wanted to, like, think of xenomorph daughter. And I wanted to date a xenomorph was the idea. <laughs> oh, I see this. Great. Uh, so yes, my my own daughter is a xenomorph, uh, and uh, we have to we have to work fast because I think we have got like a week <laughs> until. <laughs> oh, she the queen xenomorph is surely older, but I... full maturity happens very fast. What's a xenomorph's lifespan? Because like, that's a big kind of you know organism. It's it's got to last more than like a year. Uh, I, actually, I, I think we're getting off track here uh, real fast. Before we button up eight simple rules, let's talk about those eight simple rules. Yes, yes. Because this is... And I want to see if these rules can also apply to a xenomorph, because I think they can, just looking at the first one. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, why don't you start us off? Okay, rule number one. Use your hands on my daughter, and you'll lose them after. Now, that actually <laughs> only <of> applies <laughs> reasonably to a xenomorph and not to a human. <laughs> right. Like, like, uh, the, the date, uh, the father are not a part of this equation. It's, you'll lose your hands if you touch my daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, it can't be, like, no holding hands, no touching my daughter at all. No, the 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 never grow yeah. up. Like, ugh, God. But, but most of these rules follow this kind of same format. Just, of, uh, uh, just rampant possession and psychopathy and just insane levels of horrible grossness. Uh, so rule number two, you make her cry, I make you cry. Which is uh, just in terms of... Better. There's no... <laughs> right, but the order of these is very odd. That's a that's a pretty, like, breakup period, like end of date this is yeah this be down the line right yeah yeah and also like why is it on you why can't she make him cry yes right if, if that's like... the goal which it also seems like very eye for an eye which itself is problematic all of this is problem this is not problematic so much as it is a problem mm -hmm. uh so, so uh the question for you can a xenomorph cry no eyes no eyes, can't cry. And so. it's in space, so we can't hear it cry. So it's fine. <laughs> That's correct. In space, John Ritter can't hear you cry. <laughs> so we're, we're definitely ruling out uh, two. We'll have to find something better for that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, rule number three. Safe sex is a myth. Anything you try will be hazardous to your health. Now, okay, Catholic Church. Like, <laughs> Yes, uh, if, if your daughter is of an age and, you know, uh, doing that out in the world uh That's you should kind of her prerogative yeah, as a human person the bottom line is the bottom line is her safety and should be your concern right yeah but like i don't think that's that said hang on uh do xenomorphs practice uh safe safe reproduction um i think it is by definition unsafe 
So, yes. yes okay. So, again, <laughs> absolutely true for xenomorphs. Not true at all for people. <laughs> yes. Uh, we. So, three, three stays. Uh, four, bring her home late. There's no next date. Realistically, I think there's no next date anyway. <laughs> yes. But also, like, uh, what is bring her home late? Like, that's not even, like bring her home in the morning sailor's warning that's like <laughs> it's like i also like how now he's kind of susian in these yeah like, <laughs> <what> the, <laughs> like oh the women you'll own like <laughs> uh yeah i i i need to think the uh the aspect of home applies to xenomorphs they're very invasive <laughs> as a species Bring her back to the hive, they'll eat you alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, okay, great. We are, we've already written, re written that one. Rule number five. This also rhymes. Just kidding. If you pull into my driveway and honk, you better be pull dropping off a package because you're sure not picking anything up. Alternative rule number five. Only delivery men honk. Dates ring the doorbell once, and then I shoot them with my gun, which is a phallic <laughs> metaphor because I own my daughter. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, I like the punch up on the alternative rule five. That's that's way better, way stronger. The first one is very wordy. You, you're not picking anything up. It's like, yeah, he is. He's her boyfriend, dude. That's mm -hmm. like that's the it, arrangement. Uh, it's funny because it's this is a uh, this. Early aughts, uh, pulling the driveway and honking, I'm, I totally envisioned that. Uh, for some reason, my the image of my head goes to uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Picks up his prom date in the uh, car with the suspension. Right. It, it's a, That's the image here, is that, oh my god, your, your car cannot be uh, more of a man than I am. <laughs> I, my masculinity is threatened by your honky machine. It's also something about, like, the line of uh, calling people on the phone versus texting. Right. If you text like, her oh. here, you better fear her. <laughs> it's very uh, auditory. Um, it, auditory, uh, like, sensations are what this rule is kind of revolving around. And I think, as you pointed out earlier, this rule cannot apply to you in space. Right. Yeah, no. Well, also, they are kind of delivery men in Alien. <laughs> that, that that makes sense. Huh? Also, do delivery men honk? I don't think that's what they do. They ring the doorbell <laughs> once, and then they like run off and leave you a thing that makes <laughs> you have to call the thing so that you don't have to sign anything or uh, or they don't have to deliver their package to you. <laughs> run off is is very true. I I don't know why that's so like the little pranksters. There's got to be a reason for it for that stereotype to exist. I guess they're just getting getting their cardio for the day. Well, hang on. If they're delivering something to an al to the alien hive, though, like that's absolutely a smart move. Yes. Uh, although you would not honk. No, no. You would uh, drive up, drop off the package, uh, run away, write a thing that says "Sorry, we missed you." Call this number, and then like ring the doorbell and just uh, fire like all your oxygen out of your spacesuit and go back into your space truck. Yes. Uh, so, do you think we can? Uh, I think five can work. We just need to make a couple small adjustments. Five can work uh, as an 
alternative. Actually, if you pull into my driveway and honk, you better be dropping off a package because you're sure not picking anything up. You are picking something up with the xenomorph. You're picking up a parasite. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we're dating the adult xenomorph, obviously. And they don't put... That's not how that works. They have some kind of weird life cycle. Yeah, we we have to... Uh, all right, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rule number six. No complaining while you're waiting for... If you're bored, change my oil. If you're bored, change my oil. Uh. Yeah. Well, so I, I like the... I, I, li- I like it if this was like a literal rule. Like, as in, like, do you want your daughter's boyfriend to do this? Do you want him to come over to your house and, like, change your oil every week? Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's extremely true. You don't. Well, what if he uses like non-synthetic oil? Oh no, no! Is that a big no? What's <laughs> like? It's your vehicle. Do you want him to uh, some sixteen-year-old to mess with this? Some sixteen-year-old who you antagonize literally every day of his goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, that you're gonna be like put on your windshield wipers and oil's coming out. No complaining while you're waiting for her. What does that even mean? Like, oh, hey, is Stacy ready? Oh, uh, no, she's she's uh, she's getting ready. Oh, OK. Boy, my Ugh. foot hurts. Change my oil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in I, this situation is almost like the boyfriend saying like, oh, woman, right? She's taking so long when all of the other rules is him saying that about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, very. Uh, that is a, a feature of the character of Paul Hennessy, the father of the show. We should start calling Very, him uh, Paul Hennessy. I don't want to speak uh, <laughs> ill of of John Ritter, and John I'm sure, Ritter. yeah, right. I'm sure he was not a bad person. I, I might no, uh, a great guy. I'm sure, surely. Uh, but yes, no, it's a. Hip- he's very hypocritical from uh, from what I recall and what Wikipedia mentions here. So. Yeah, honestly, reading the rules and then I read the description and it's like he was described as a, a hypocrite and psycho dad. And I was like, true, but he really wants what's best for his children. And I was like, does he? Because it seems like he just wants to own slaves. <laughs> yeah, uh, this uh, is not a, uh, a twenty late 21st century sitcom. <laughs> Surely not. No, we're not even in the late 21st uh, <laughs> century. <laughs> <laughs> the the oil might still be apply, yeah. That's but change true. my oil is like change the oil in me because I'm a robot. Ah, I see. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what robots say. <laughs> Suck my dick. Change my oil. <laughs> oh yeah, great. Good. Oh, man. All right. Uh, what, what's rule seven? Rule seven: If your pants hang off your hips, I'll gladly secure them with my lips. I mean, my staple gun. I was trying to make it rhyme. <laughs> Uh, it, this is also big early aughts trend, uh, low-rise pants. Yeah, remember the pants-off-the-ground guy from American Idol? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, boy, he was he was way higher on the Nielsen rating scale than this show. <laughs> I, uh, wow, I bet he was. Uh, I, also, they, I, going through Wikipedia, they mentioned that it was 42nd on Nielsen when it aired, and I, and I realized that, I did the homework, I'm like, oh wait, the rest of the 20, <laughs> to that, uh, the 21st century thus far has been uh, ruined by either American Idol or, like, football. Like, that's what the Nielsen is now. Yeah, pretty much. I never liked Nielsen ratings as a system, but that was just because I was such a big community fan back in the day. Mm. So on Netflix. Watch it, everyone. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Yeah, I'm not, because I want to start a new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
about community. Uh, uh, so I I don't think this is a problem of our Xenomorph universe here, but I also don't think it's a problem of the early aughts. No, I really don't. <laughs> like, and also, are you you're are you stapling the boy's waistband to his flesh meat? Yeah, no, you're you're assaulting a child. You are step you are shooting a child with a staple gun because you want to own your own daughter in a weird way. Uh and finally, rule number eight. Dates must dates must be in crowded public places. You want romance? Read a book. This was ghost written by the Xenomorph Queen. Like must be in <laughs> crowded public places with lots of available warm hosts. <laughs> Yeah, I I think <laughs> it's actually yeah, uh our I, if we're punching up that one directly, that that's easy. It's the opposite. Mm. <laughs> Please keep your date with my daughter alone in case she infects you. Right. Also, you want romance read a book. What the fuck do you think a date is? <laughs> oh, it's more like uh hey, don't get intimate if you want to be intimate. Uh do it on your own time. Right? Okay, like, so he, he's like... This is also a line from a book. So it's it's pro-book. Mm, right, this is one of those, like, oh, television will rot your brain. Yes. I'm W. Bruce Cameron, the author of Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter and also A Dog's Purpose. Which, hey, yeah. W. Bruce, why are you afraid of the name William? Uh, I, I, yeah, uh, there's something to be said about the traje- trajectory of his... So if he went on to do A Dog's Purpose and all those soft, cuddly uh, stories, maybe he changed. Maybe he maybe, changed. Maybe after his daughter went to college, he uh, got a dog. Now, here's a strange uh, notion. The Are you familiar with the basic premise of A Dog's Purpose? Huh, yeah. It's like a reincarnation story, correct? Right, yeah. Dog. Oh. Uh, when the dog dies, it reincarnates into a new dog, and it becomes a new family's dog, and it's very sweet. I, I didn't see the movie, but I saw the trailer, so I saw the movie. Anyway, uh, his most recent book is A Dad's Purpose. <laughs> oh, oh no. You know how when your dad dies, <laughs> and he becomes somebody else's dad? Huh. Yeah, there's some real... Uh... Wow, he he is like uh, he he's basically this so far it's just been theses from him, so now it's time for his like real uh, purpose. His real Combi- purpose combining is what to... he learned about dads and dogs together. His real purpose is to go the way of the John Ritter and walk off into the milk store and die and become someone else's dad. B. William uh, Cameron is my new name. Yeah. Okay, so uh, C. William I, I think, Bruce. Uh, just yeah our thesis this evening i should think should be take the uh four to five rules that really work here and make them work for dating our xenomorph daughter are we going to talk about how the oldest daughter is literally just named bitch it's bridget bridget aaron beach hennessy played by kaylee kuko or however you pronounce her name is the beautiful ditzy oldest child she is depicted as a stereotypical blonde a popular bombshell who is preoccupied with her looks teenage boys and little else Groundbreaking. Broken ground. No workable ground here. It's all broke up. I I did say, I will say, I did, when I watched this show, I was high school aged. And it was was not all for the comedy. I. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, boy. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'll be over here and watching Pokemon at the same time, I guess. <laughs> no, I, 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 I did. I also saw the advertisements while I was watching Pokemon. Just saying, the ABC Family replayed this show at an important period of my life. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Moving on. So, <laughs> I, yeah, they uh, a date. What's so? Let's uh, before we get into the actual rules of it. You're dating. A, you're going to go on a date with a xenomorph. How'd that happen? Uh, well, you know, we, we met at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is this is this what we're doing? Is I'm making like a character? Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to understand the person that uh that, that that just the situation top to bottom. I think I had like a real daughter. Okay. Oh, and then and then she got like face huggered. Okay. <laughs> and like I'm very quickly like I'm in like a denial phase. Oh, so it's like I'm currently <laughs> I have a xenomorph that has not yet decided to to come after me, or that we do have a, a volatile relationship as teenagers and parents do. All of all of the best goofball improv bits start with child death. <laughs> Yes, so basically, I- I'm trying to, uh, or it could be a whole vision sequence from one of the uh, uh, incomplete seasons of Eight, eight Simple Rules, right? And, where and uh, I, am, I envision I, my daughter as an actual monster, right? And I am a, I am a teenager in this scenario, to be clear. Yes. Yeah. So yes, uh, if there is an actual literal xenomorph crawling through the uh, corridors of school, and what is it about her? That, uh, that 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 says, hey, wow, I'm a quarterback, and I want that quarterback. I'm just letting that hang there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, how dare you? I'm a quarterback. <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to build off my eight simple well, okay. rules Hang on. Let's, my head. let's name this teenage character who's going to date the xenomorph. All right. Uh, I, so, so he, you come up with a, a douchey name. I come up with a douchey name. Then we combine them into like a the perfect hybrid. Okay. Okay. All right. Five seconds. Three, three, two, one. Charlie. Kyle. What? That's what? what? Yeah, that wasn't a name. I said. I think I was trying to say charity, which is not a douchey name. No. Do you want to try again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Uh. All right, I got mine. All right, I got mine. All right. One, two, three. Kyle. Chadrick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Kyle. Do you, do you like a... Uh, um, Kyle Charity. What? Kyle Charity. What? Wait, what did you say the second time? I said, Ch- I said Chadrick. Oh, dear. That's different from... <laughs> I thought you just said the name that I said, and I said the name you said. No, no. I, so, okay. I, was that become like Kyle Rick? I think it becomes Chat uh, Kyle Chad, Kyle Chad, <laughs> Kyle Chad. All right, yeah, great. the the ulti- The ultimate date for our teenage xenomorph is uh, Kyle Rick. Is uh, Kyle, Ch- Kyle Kyle Chad Kyle Chad Rick or K Chad Rick? <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting any funnier. No, it's. <laughs> I don't. 
All right. Uh, uh, we'll call him uh, Casey for Kyle Chad. Yeah, yeah, Casey. Casey. Yeah, Casey, Kyle Or Chad. just Casey. His nickname is Casey, yeah. but his real name is Casey, but his real name is Kyle Chad Rick. <laughs> okay, this makes sense uh, now. Uh, Casey wants to date uh, the xenomorph, who, for some reason, I, I still am grappling with that. Well, the teacher is not very smart about how alphabetical order works because she's a science teacher. And so she put them right next to each other because K looks like X. <laughs> Great. Yep. And they, uh, maybe the, the xenomorph drops a pencil. Yep. <laughs> and then like, uh, and then like somebody else, uh, reaches for it and, uh, hands it to her. And then she stabs him with her knife tail and Casey thinks that's hot. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Casey picking up a pencil. No. <laughs> no. No, he's yeah, too busy uh, getting I, stoned in the middle of science class. I do want to say, case uh, as frequently happened in civil rules, Casey can't be all that bright. So it almost makes, there's some logic behind no, this. No, no one is allowed he, to be bright except for John Ritter's character. Right. So uh, he, uh, you know, needs probably needs help studying. Mm -hmm. So uh, wants to come over and study with uh, the xenomorph. Absolutely. The xenomorph's got a big long head that might make them smart i don't know for sure mm -hmm. what's the how does a regular xenomorph become a queen can it can a soldier like elevate itself to a queen or does that have to happen in the larval stage like bees that's a great question uh up to 100 feet tall lays eggs logic-based intelligence so to be to be a, a full queen you gotta be pretty smart. And I am. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's logic-based intelligence? What does that mean? <laughs> like, how is that different from regular <laughs> intelligence or regular yeah, logic? No, it, I, I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, like, no emotional intelligence. Like, what is the alternative here? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it sounds to me like uh, the, the, Z the xenomorph uh, queen daughter is, like, you know, more the bookish type. More of the middle child, Carrie, in the Eight Simple Rules uh, canon. Oh, all right, all right. So does she have, is she a middle child? <laughs> Do we still have... Uh... Yeah, we still have a regular first daughter. And uh, we, we had written Eight Simple Rules about her, and now we're revising them for the second daughter dating. Gotcha, yeah, because she's in, in college or moved out or something now. Yeah. CPS took her away because we're this horrible, this horrible dad. Uh, so we are the uh, dad and we are also Kyle. I don't like that. <laughs> Somehow it shouldn't make that more fucked up, but it definitely does. Let, let, let's give her, uh, let's give our, uh, let's give ourselves some advice here about, uh, about dating our Xenomorph daughter. So it's a reincarnation. Kyle is due to be the reincarnation of, of, uh, of. Uh, space dad whatever his name is and uh oh i see what you're saying he recognizes yeah. in like a doctor who kind of way that this is like the the 12th dad is kyle <laughs> and so he's oh. like coaching him kind of and also according to doctor who rules that does mean that the dad won't remember kyle after he time travels back at the end of the special so uh you make her cry i make you cry no crying screaming well that's impossible because that's the only way she talks <laughs> True. That does not work. 
Uh, if you don't make her scream, no, nope. that's not it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do a Xenomorph if, sound. It, if she screams, it better not be because you're in trouble. Hang on, what? No. Right? I don't like the wording of that. Okay. Uh, help me out. Um... Yeah, okay, I, I, you're in trouble if she's not screaming for re- regular communication purposes. Yes, okay, I like that. <laughs> Got it. Well, okay, it's better. <laughs> All right, safe sex is a myth. Uh, that's true for xenomorphs, not true for people. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I'm punching up. I'm writing that one down. Yeah, did you write down the notes or the rules? Because I did not this time around. Yes. I wrote down the frog people rankings. <laughs> you write down the xenomorph rules. This podcast rules. <laughs> all right uh so that's good four uh bring her back to the hive she'll eat you alive uh well i said they'll eat you alive i was implying that the like entire Ah. colony would which is also true uh in this story there is has been a face hugger there has been a nest of some kind so basically don't let my daughter take you to any strange places no no, are we saying that, uh, where does this show take place? <laughs> this is, I, I mean, we can keep this pilot going. <laughs> uh, it takes place in the Eight Simples Rule universe, of course. Oh, well, no, I was talking about where does Eight Simple Rules take place, because I was going to say, like, uh, ah. the, a xenomorph hive just appears in a California suburb somewhere. There's a predator temple underneath, like, Santa Clarita. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's, uh, California. I, I, it, it is suburban America from all I can recall. Gotcha. It's one of those like uh, like Sands de Frangelis places. Yeah. Uh, mountains are nearby. They have a mountain house at some point. That's the best I can get you. Okay. Hang on. In episode two, Paul is eager to watch the big football game of Michigan versus Ohio State. It's Michigan fans Easter holiday, according to him. So, okay. Michigan. Paul is from Michigan. Got it. Works for me. Uh so let's see here uh four yep we're good with four uh rule number five and i'll recap them all in the end here right uh rule number five it's about driveway honking and packages which i mean kyle's got a cell phone right uh he's kc in the xenomorph's phone (laughs) uh with several hearts and several like pictures of like a ham dinner yes (laughs) (laughs) right uh (laughs) I, I'm just picturing the Xenomorph with a phone. You know, this is the first time can't. I'm uh, really considering her feelings, which is taking me out of character. <laughs> so please continue. Right. Well, uh, I think as we've established, logic-based, uh, the emotions are kind of our responsibility. It is our responsibility to have emotions for her because she cannot be allowed to. Yes, it actually it makes almost more sense. It really does. It's almost like... It's almost like old W. Brucey had some uh, W problems with his perception of women. <laughs> or fatherhood or something. I don't know. I'm qualified to talk about that. But then again, what do I know? I don't have an initial name. So, uh, uh, all right. So you, you think it should be something about texting? Uh, Yeah. Don't text my daughter or I'll shoot you with my laser gun. Ugh. She, I keep my daughter locked up in a basement, never to grow or flourish or become the bright young woman I know she can be. Only basements and lasers. Yeah, I want to say that there's something 
from aliens movie canon about dropping off large bombs for them to blow up <laughs> shoot my daughter out the airlock <laughs> <laughs> i shoot you right i was thinking of something that rhymes only one of these rules rhymes which itself is oh. a special kind of hell but all right uh, uh air... so all right you walked yourself to this corner okay what rhymes with airlock airlock okay lock doc walk mock sock Sock. Can we do socks? <laughs> I, uh, we cannot. <laughs> push her out the airlock. I rock your socks. Nope. That sounds like you're gonna fuck Kyle. That's not right, Dad. <laughs> um, Mister Xenomorph. We gotta give the dad a name too. Okay. Here. Wait. Pick the most Amer all American like Michael Shannon Shape of Water. Did you see this Shape of Water? Uh, he's somewhat. Do you remember what Michael Shannon's name was in that? I, I don't. I don't but... either. I just remember it was Michael Shannon. So just think about Michael Shannon in The Shape of Water and try and remember what his name was and just say it on three. Okay? All right, All picture right. Michael Shannon. You have... Mm -hmm. All right, one, two, three. John Waters. David. Okay, David Waters is his name. John Waters Great. is not... <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's David Waters. David Waters. And his, uh, that that his actually, daughter Z That isn't the character's Zeta name for sure. Because then the movie would be about him. <laughs> and that's what Michael David Shannon Waters. wants. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay, David Waters is the name of the dad. So, uh, wait, that's my fucking dad's name. We can't do that. <laughs> uh, pa Paul Hennessy is fine. Okay, Paul Hennessy. Yeah, Paul Hennessy is dealing with his xenomorph daughter. Another episode about a fucked up Paul. <laughs> but yeah, it, basically, uh, it's it's don't shoot my daughter out of an airlock, right? Don't shoot my daughter out of an airlock, or I'll uh, or I'll I'll, I'll punch is... you. I'll beat you up. I'll give you a sock, a socking, a punch. The, the, this one's not gonna rhyme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, let's 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 move on. Put my daughter in space, I punch your face. There we go. There it is. Hey. Alright. Eleventh <laughs> hour as always. That's my that's my jam. And my jam All is right. acidic and it burns through spaceship meat. Metal. That's what I was thinking of. Not spaceship meat. Alright, rule number six. Rule number six, pick up sticks. No complaining while you're waiting for her. If you're bored, change my oil. Put more milk in me. <laughs> i'm an aliens robot yeah uh it's kind of value your time when you're not with her because you're, you're not being killed right yeah yeah did hey, we change uh, that uh, one don't be afraid to spend time apart right no no uh i mean you can't be there's being uh dedicated and then there's being overly attached yeah, don't become codependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're 16, for God's <laughs> sakes, Kyle. You can... I'm not saying, like, you know, neglect her time, but also, like, you know, feel free to be independent a bit. Feel free to be mutually, you know, in a way that fosters respect, not in a way that fosters isolation. That's it. Foster respect, not isolation. Foster respect, not isolation. Can we do a good version of this show? Because <laughs> I just knocked it out of the park with that one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so foster, yeah, foster respect, not alien isolation. Foster respect. Foster, it's Australian for beer, respect, not alien isolation. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, no. Foster's Australian for beer, not what? Uh, not isolation. Stupid. Wow, that's... 
incubate an embryo, not her heart. <laughs> All right. If your pants hang off your hips, I'll I'll kiss you on the lips. What is the? Yeah, but uh, the staple. Gun, that one. That one stays him. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Totally normal. Totally normal thing to think about. That's a your uh, daughter's boyfriend's that's... pants. Well, that happened. That isn't part of that. The first movie after the guy recovers, like he's very. It, I I want to say that clothing's a, a factor of these films, right? Like when all the the mercenaries are going through the the vents and stuff, they slowly. Uh, I want to say they have suspenders. They're getting like, I mean, clothes. They're like getting scratched and beat up in that like eighties uh, action movie kind of way. Uh, so we're we're good with that one. Pants hang on. Well, wait, wait, wait. We're not changing that one. No, we're we're fine with that, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> we could make it a little more spacey than staple gun. Uh, if you're wearing a helmet, I'll solder it on your head. Because I saw the Magic School Bus episode where Arnold takes his head off on Pluto and I cried. So, I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be safe. You're my daughter's boyfriend. I respect you. <laughs> or I'll, I'll gladly secure them with my exosuit. <laughs> Rule number nine. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Every one of these rules can be solidified down to get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. That's the that's the complete concentrated form of eight simple rules for my teenage daughter. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, are we going to punch up the staple gun one? Or is that it? Oh, uh, that's it. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, we have them. Dates must be in crowded public places. You want romance? Read a book. I don't think they have books in, in Aliens times. Uh, yeah. Uh, dates must, we, we mentioned this. Dates must be in secluded places. <laughs> right. So you... Uh, so you're... Um, yeah. So that you guys don't reproduce. Dark, dank uh, places on remote, minor exoplanets. Yep. What if, what if like... At the... <laughs> okay, okay. Here's I, my pitch I, I for... have the... Here's my pitch. I have the eight simple rules. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right. Need a little side by side here. So, uh, rule number one: use use your hands on my daughter, or you'll lose them after. Yep. Rule number rule number two: you're in trouble if she's not screaming for basic communication purposes. Sure. Rule number three: safe sex is a myth. Anything you try will be hazard to your health. Very true for xenomorphs. Uh, rule number four: bring her back to the hive. They'll eat you alive. Yep. Rule number five. Shoot my daughter to space, I'll punch you in the face. Mm -hmm. That one's true in real life also. Rule number six, fosters Australian for beer, not for fostering alien isolation. Okay, that one, <laughs> I really liked the other version. It was actually kind of a nice little statement. But I think, no, that's right. Rule number seven, they supposed to be in dark, dank, remote, minor exoplanets. And rule number eight? Get away from her, you bitch. Oh, okay. Right? Like, they're, they're the eight rules. Eight, that is kind of the crowning rule. That's more of a rule zero, really. <laughs> yeah. Eight. <laughs> the laws of milky robotics. Uh, because, uh, like I said earlier, the eight simple rules don't really build to anything. They just kind of peter off at the end. They do, yeah. So, I... Yeah, the, just just say what just say what you mean, Paul Hennessy. Just, just say that you don't want anyone to date your daughter. We'd all know it. Yeah, that's really the... That's really the crux of this. And then I think at the end of the pilot episode, though, is uh, mm -hmm. 
or like the end of no season finale is uh the predator shows up and he's hunting the xenomorph but it looks like he's like trying to like steal her from kyle and so kyle doesn't know where else to turn so he turns to mr hennessy like yo mr h i need your help whoa and then they f- team up and fight the predator and and so i i it that that just stung a memory in my head because i believe there is a, a boyfriend on the show named kyle and i'm I'm like ninety percent sure he called him Mr. H. <laughs> like that's well, that's yep. You 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 congratulations. You used to write early aughts sitcoms. Hooray! I'm going to write out one of these characters. I'm going to write out Anthony W., whose last name is presumably Bruce Coleman, and <laughs> Anthony W., uh, portrayed by Cole Williams, 2002 to 2003. Huh? They got a baby on this show is a student in Bridget's class. He was a white boy who spoke like a black rapper, often resulting in confusion. <laughs> what the it's... fuck, W? Uh, so, we're, uh, we're running out of time Your name here. is William Bruce Cameron. Get a last name. <laughs> you had a, 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 a topic for us? I, uh, I, I did have uh, one last thing. It's a segment called Who is the Monster and Who is the Man? Who is the monster and who is the man? But yes, uh, one of these, uh, who are the two people on trial, on trial here in comparison? Is it, is it, is it, uh, the Xenomorph and Paul Hennessy? Or are you going right to the top with like W. Bruce Campbell or what's his face? W. Bruce Cameron? Um, no, no, I don't want to judge real people. And besides, we decided that he likes dogs now, so he's fine. Um, no, I think uh, definitely Paul Hennessy. I was going to say Paul Hennessy and the Xenomorph, but now I'm thinking more Paul Hennessy and Kyle. Who is the monster and who is the man? <laughs> I like the I like this like um you know defendant plaintiff, and the 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 judge is the Xenomorph. Yeah, we don't normally. Well, okay, she can't be impartial because she likes. But but she can wear the wig. She can wear the wig, and then right? it's very funny to picture. <laughs> like it fits almost perfectly over her head. Hmm. Uh, yes, no, uh, okay, so, between the two of them, uh, look, teenagers are gonna teenage. Absolutely. We have no indication that Kyle won't, like, grow up into a completely, like, maybe not, like, uh, extremely, you know, hard-ass, like, oh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a businessman, and I, I step on people and climb the ladder of capitalism. Because the financial crashes can happen very shortly, and uh, there's... I was talking about the 2008 financial crash, but boy, that one's coming back, huh? Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, like, he'll grow up into a nice young man, is what I'm saying. And that said, uh, you know, his... Uh, uh, P- Paul Hennessy, he, he's got a, a true heart in there, but he's older and set in his ways. He really He's not going to become a more realized person, right? No. No, I don't see that being the case. And as we've gone over his rules, he clearly has uh some <laughs> issues that he would never see a psychologist about. That's that's extremely true. Yeah. And also I think maybe uh a face hugger might 
uh, latch on to him and uh, a chest burster will come out and then they have to raise uh, that chest burster and then uh, they're and then the show is about uh, their dad being a xenomorph oh man that's a uh, yep uh, that's how it goes but yes yeah, so and monster also the... milk sprays everywhere like an alien uh, <laughs> right. I, you know it took this whole episode for me to <laughs> re- remember what you're referencing did it take so the 18,000 times I talked about milky robots on this episode what did you think I was talking about <laughs> It just didn't didn't register. <laughs> you were like, yeah, <laughs> just, sure, whatever, sounds right. Yeah, uh, you know, they drink milk, I guess. Uh, whatever. Right. <laughs> yes, uh, the monster of the story is Paul Hennessy. So yeah, I uh, mean, that's not rating... very extraordinary. It's also the xenomorph. Well, let's let's wrap up at the final rating place, and rate the xenomorph daughter queen. Rate the xenomorph daughter queen. Uh, well, we're. We'll, we'll rate her in her capacity as a girlfriend and her capacity as a daughter, which we gave her zero agency throughout this entire episode, I feel. As eight simple rules would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we were true to the source material. I think if so anything I, I think... can be said about this, it, it's that we were true to the source material. <laughs> yes. Uh, as a daughter, I'd give her like a... Uh, a five out of ten. Uh, ten out of ten. She may be a queen, but she's still my princess. <laughs> wow. Okay, I... I... Just... <laughs> Take me out back and... Sh- I'm not following that up. Throw me out of an airlock, please. Thank you. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and as a girlfriend, um, this is this is Casey's first girlfriend. Easy and oh, hopefully he can have ones after this. He's a man. Yeah, as we've as we've ruled, he's he, he'll certainly be go on to uh, have a full fu- a full life and hopefully grow a couple more brain cells than to get him through the situation. Yeah, but maybe he and and the xenomorph are still friends. Yeah, uh, I you know what I'd give her like a, a higher like a seven as a girlfriend. I think I'll give her I'll give her an eight. All right. I'll just for I don't know why I'm just looking at a giant red number eight <laughs> and the word and the number eight is just written all over my Wikipedia page. here. Oh, I don't know why, but I just feel like the number eight for some reason. <laughs> I, I, wow. Yeah, that, that's a that's good. You're right. Uh, OK, so that, that uh, those are right. Simple rules. Uh, hopefully you can use them to aid your life. She may be a queen, but she's still our princess. Like, shoot me in the head forever. <laughs> Never let me come back to life, please. Okay. Right, uh, uh, tune in next time for more Finding Monster Rights. Yeah, or mon- mon- Monstrous Right this time around. Or, well, no, no, Paul was the monster this time around. Way to go, Paul. Again. All right. Uh, goodbye everyone uh if you find yourself in space this evening uh don't scream <laughs>